and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heitland, and every week I'm joined by two of my dearest friends, Michelle Bensinger and Heather Kim. This podcast is born out of our friendship of sharing all kinds of things together, our walk with Christ, our insights, our joys, sorrows, tears, and laughter, and you are most welcome on the journey with us. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Abiding Together. We are concluding our trilogy of Trinity um, on the, with the Holy Spirit today. So we've talked about God the Father, who God the Father is. We talked about Jesus as the bringer of intimacy, as high priest, as shepherd, as the one who loves us. Um, and we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit today as the creative force that brings life, the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life. And so we uh, are going to talk about that. And But before we do, you know, Michelle, I just want to say last week, if you listened last week, you know that I wanted to sing songs, but Michelle was like, you can't sing any songs. <laughs> so then I want you to know, listeners, this is what happens behind the scenes, is that before we started recording this episode, Michelle's like, are you going to sing totally me a song? reverse like, psychology here. How are you, you going to do that? You know? Yeah, she's playing games with your heart. <laughs> Quit, Quit playing, playing games, games with, with my, my heart. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. Oh, I love you. There you go. There you go. I mean, sister, okay. honestly, do we plan anything? Um, not no, really. <laughs> we don't. That's because we all share a brain cell. That's how we knew. Like, that's what was happening right there. <laughs> oh, Michelle, can you, our listeners can't see your beautiful coffee mug. Can you just read the quote? That's a Flannery O'Connor coffee. Didn't you just create those for your meaningful market? I love that. Tell us about that. It is Flannery. It has a little fun peacock on the front, but it says there's something in us as storytellers and as listeners to stories that demands the redemptive act, that demands that what falls at least be offered the chance to be restored. Flannery. And you can find that at Meaningful Market Shop. Oh, wow. Listen to y'all's commercial. (laughs) This is totally unsolicited. No, I do like it. I love when you... We'll promote you, Michelle Benzinger. Uh-huh. We have no problem with that. Oh, I she, love- thank you. Thank you, girls. Champion me away. Oh, yeah. I love your new creative uh-huh. stuff. I love it when you create a new t-shirt or a new print, and you'll usually text us a picture. We're like, hey, guys, check this out. So I just love it. I think it's beautiful. Oh, yes. You're my audience. Thank you. And so thank you for that. Where'd you, actually, where'd you get that idea, though? I didn't know, pardon my ignorance about Flannery O'Connor. Is that her, is that her symbol like the peacock? Or like, what? Did, where did you get that from? The peacock is where she used to have them on her her farm in Milledgeville. Like so, she has she has tons of writings about them. But that is what she had all over her farm with the peacocks, and she tells different stories and um, about them. And you know, I mean, if you've ever read her spiritual writings or anything like her fiction writing, is very dark, but is very redemptive. Like I really like her, but it is hard to embrace at first. But her spiritual writings are just beautiful, and her humor and her wit are the best. But she's just a simple farm girl in Georgia. You know, she suffered greatly mm-hmm. with illness. and um, But in Milledgeville, Florida, I mean, Milledgeville, Georgia. But yeah, so she had a peacock farm. Fascinating. You know? So that's why her symbol is, like her funky glasses mm-hmm. and her peacocks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. She's, like all, she's, she's awesome. like all the rage right now. Oh, my gosh. I love her. You know, I'm like, totally, if they have... Like they open a cause for her canonization, like a southern sassy woman. I'm totally game. Like we're gonna totally open up your game. cause, like, Michelle. But she is my woman. Yeah, <laughs> and so thank you, thank you. Y'all hear it here first. Okay, there you go. Oh, so, Heather, um, do you know? I do you know much about Flannery? I, I know a little bit because people talk. I know Bishop Barron's talked about her. I know Father um, Damian Ferrance has talked about her. I know other people have talked about her. But do you know much about her, Heather? I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. But even just Bishop Barron's new little thing, like I was watching the new little thing about Flannery, and I was like, wow, like it was so captivating and. 
immediately that, yeah, I'm, I'm ready now that I have a little bit of space in my schedule to dive into some Flannery. So mm. I'm excited about that. Okay. I'll, I'm going to put a list of Flannery books yeah, for you all. Do it. And so you. just so you need yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Um, she's yeah, amazing. She's, I need like something to fast. sit by the fire in these uh, chilly months up here. Oh, good Lord. Okay, so, do, so do we, Heather. Like so sweating, do we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so do we. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, all right. You guys are just so jealous. I mean, you still haven't unlocked half of your wardrobe yet. You know, the puffy vests and the sweaters. It's okay, friends. Oh, all the Texans do that when it gets to be below 50. Everybody busts out the North Face jacket and the Uggs. Like, oh my gosh, it's 50. Like, we're, gonna, we're dying. We might like, die. I'm going hiking. No, you're not. You don't have mountains. No, you're okay. not. Oh, that's right. Anyway, well, we're going to talk to you about the Holy Spirit and our gospel passage that we're going to use to guide our time together is from the Gospel of John, where Jesus says, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. And Michelle's going to kind of kick us off in this um, this particular part of our episode. Um, but I just want to say one thing about the word advocate, which is actually a legal term, which is where the term where we get lawyer. And it's great because somebody who advocates for us. So when you think about somebody who comes to your defense and who advocates for you, this is what the Holy Spirit does. He comes to our aid and he advocates for us. And the Holy Spirit is for us, right? To lead us into truth and to lead us into all truth. So there's my little legal advice, my legal terms there for the day. So Michelle, what you want to kick us off and kind of talk about the Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit is to you also. Yes. I, okay. I love the Holy Spirit. Like, I, I mean, I, the, if there was like, okay, a part of the Trinity, like I'm a good God, the father girl, Jesus, you're my beloved, but Holy Spirit, like he is my bestie. Like he is my best <laughs> friend. And really in the last three or four years, I really feel like the Lord has taught me how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, how to have true mm-hmm. friendship, how to invite him into every part of my life. And I love him. He's like the wild child of the Trinity, you know, like some people call him like the stepchild, the redhead, but no, he's not. He's like the wild child of the Trinity. He's the life Mm -hmm. of the party in the Trinity. Mm -hmm. He's the one that animates and illuminates and instigates things and inspires us. And he's like the creative force. And I think that's why I have just really been on this journey to get to know him as a person. Like it just even fascinates me, like in the last couple of months, like learning what grieves him that, that even like someone like the Holy Spirit can be grieved that his feelings, I almost feel like he can be hurt. His feelings can be hurt, you know, and like to be, what does it mean to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit? What does it mean to listen to his promptings and his inspirations? And one, probably one of my favorite quotes is from St. Faustinus said, um, adherence or obedience to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit is one of the quickest ways to holiness, Amen. you know? And so just hearing his, just, um, you know, like his whisperings and his inspirations, but also he makes everything in the natural supernatural. He is that force that makes things supernatural. He is the fire. He is the oil. He is the water. Mm. These are all symbols of the Holy Spirit, but they really animate and bring to life our spiritual life, you know? And so it was interesting when I had a personal retreat, um, I think it was two years ago. It was all, um, no, I'm sorry, three years ago. That is really when the journey began as the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. What does it look like to be his friends and to be mm. like his partner on mission? And um, and just to get to know his temperament and his personality. And he's fun. Like we were talking in the last podcast that Jesus is fun. But I mean, the Holy Spirit is like sneaky, goodness, <laughs> serendipity, wonder kind of fun. And I just love it. I just think he's the best. So that's my little <laughs> spiel. I'll get down off my soapbox now. Heather. <laughs> I love how you just spoke I do twice, too. twice I just as it. fast as normal. You're just like so excited. You're like, like wait, fire. I get to talk yeah. about my best friend. Like, <laughs> you know, it's so, so cute. great. 
That's so cute. Yeah, I think we all have different experiences with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think for me, you know, the Holy Spirit, knowing that he is the love between the Father and the Son, like that's powerful to me. Like that's so inviting to me. The Holy Spirit is the love between the mm-hmm. Father and the Son. And um, and at the same time, you know, I grew up with uh, experiences in the charismatic renewal. My mom was um, a prayer group leader. And so I would go to the little prayer meeting and sit under the table when I was, you know, six, seven um, years old. And everybody was just having praise and worship and talking about God and being open to the Holy Spirit. So I had those experiences. And also, you know, I was able to see that sometimes it wasn't not in that particular group, but with other people in the charismatic renewal, that sometimes it was a little too human, you know, Mm -hmm. that there was experiences that kind of went a little sideways that were um, really not the Lord moving, but more, you know, people just getting a a little too excited, let's say. But I think that we have to separate that. You know, I'm, I'm saying this because I think this is a real thing for a lot of people that maybe we've had wounds around certain things. And so then we end up rejecting more than we should. And there's Mm -hmm. a difference between what people do and who God is. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's different kinds of abuses in every category of the church, you know, whether it's Mary Mm -hmm. and devotion or, you know, various things like it can go sideways because we're human beings and human Mm -hmm. beings aren't perfect as we know. Um, So maybe for some of us, we need to be reintroduced to who the Holy Spirit really is. That's really at the heart of the series that we're doing. We're trying to explore and open our our eyes and our hearts more to like who God is really, not our human constructs of who he is, Mm -hmm. not our human experiences of other people's experience of who God is, but actually who God is. Is. So that being said, I have had so many experiences with the Holy Spirit that have been so powerful that have blown my doors off mm-hmm. and allowed me to experience God in such a real, tangible way, like even physical way, like the presence of God being so overwhelming mm-hmm. that it has been an incredible gift in my life. You know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit coming alive in my in my life have changed everything, like how I express my faith and how I'm able to live. Like I've, I'm a shy person. I know it doesn't sound like it, but but I am like in my heart. That's how I'm made. I am a more shy person. I never would have thought that I could do the things that I'm doing. Like right now, having a podcast, what? Like that's craziness on on a human level for someone like me. Um, Even speaking in front of people, leading worship in front of people. Like I don't do stuff like that and I wouldn't on my own human you know, gifts, but it's because of the Holy Spirit's activity in my life that I've been able to do things that, that I can't do on my own. And thanks be to God, because it's been a really fun adventure that the Holy Spirit has led me on. Mm-hmm. How about you, sister? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love, I love both of your hearts for the Holy Spirit. And, you know, St. Augustine speaks about that, that the Holy Spirit, like you're saying, is the love between the Father and the Son. And I think for me, I encountered the Holy Spirit as um, the Lord and giver of life and the Spirit of truth. In, in that reality of the gift of love. And so for me, uh, when I really need to know the truth about something, I, I turn to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so like a Holy Spirit knows what is the truth here, what's happening, or what's the truth, what's going on within me, or Holy Spirit, like why am I doing what I'm doing? And I pray daily for the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Holy Spirit to come um, forth upon the, the tree of my soul, right? So I'm you know operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's great. I love that you're talking about just the different manifestations of the Holy Spirit, which you know we see in the Acts of the Apostles, and you see just 
amazing things happening. And and yes, you see it throughout the church as the Holy Spirit comes and He's a fire. You know, He's a, a wind that blows where He wills, and He gives gifts to whomever He wills. And like you said, Heather, sometimes the the gifts that we see are um, just different than we're used to. And I just had a really fascinating conversation with a friend of mine about this very thing. It was a very long conversation about how the Holy Spirit manifests and kind of how do you discern between you know what what really is the Holy Spirit and what isn't. And and it's, you know the really the the bedrock thing is like Holy Spirit, if it's from you, I want it, and I want my heart to be open as far as that can possibly be, my soul to be stretched open as far as that can possibly be to receive the Holy Spirit. And I don't want to quench the Holy Spirit in areas because, you know, it might be outside of my comfort zone or outside of what I think is the realm of possibilities because God is the God of the impossible. But I also don't want to to be deceived and to be, you know, led astray either. And so it's like, it's like the tension between the two of, okay, Lord, you know, purify my intentions, purify my heart, purify my desires so that I can love well and help me to receive what is of you. And so then you, you, you test everything. That's what, you know, St. Paul says, you know, re- test everything, test everything in the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Like what's happening. And then we can walk forward in, in ordered truth. But I, I love that the Holy Spirit is a fire and that he is a, a spirit that blows where he wills. Like, amen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like, and the Holy Spirit is God. Yeah. Like he's Amen. not someone to be afraid of. He Amen. is God. He is love. He's not the weird uncle in the Trinity. Like he <laughs> is God. And so yeah. we, you know, if we want to be open to God, we want relationship with God. It's all like yeah. it is all Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. And that is a beautiful invitation. And God mm-hmm. always respects us. Always love. He knows our innermost being, and He knows what we need. He knows how to approach us. And so all we need to do is say yes. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he's he's the comforter. That's what one yeah. of the, his names. So he will comfort you. It was really yeah. interesting when I was praying about a situation the other day. Um, and I was about, and I was tired and I was just overwhelmed. And like I've said before in the podcast, Lord, just teach me when I'm overwhelmed, I just need to be overshadowed with the Holy Spirit. But I was going to go to like, just like grab a snack or whatever. And he said, and I really felt like the Holy Spirit was speaking to my heart. So why do you go to comfort things or comfort food? And why do you not allow me to comfort you? And I was like, ouch, like, Mm. okay, you're right. You are right. I don't allow you to comfort me. You are the comforter. Mm. Why don't I go to you first? You know, um, when I'm overwhelmed or am I, and just, it's been a journey for me. Like really, what does it mean to live out of overflow? Like, and like, I've said before that St. Bernard of Clairvaux, like we want to live like an overflowing well, like overflowing yeah. completely, you know, well, the Holy Spirit is the water. So he has to fill us up, you yeah. know? And so I'm just looking like, okay, what are holes in my life where the water's dripping out, like gushing oh. out? Mm-hmm. Like, so where do I need to plug those in? So I can be a person of overflow. So I can be a person that just exudes who he is. But also realizing there's a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit and he is a person, but there's an obedience to him too, because he will make you uncomfortable. He will make you uncomfortable and do things that you want to do. Like there was a situation last year where he made me really step out and I was going to tell him no. And I actually brought sister into the situation because the Lord just gave something to me in prayer for another person that I did not know. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this person's going to think I am nuts, you know, Mm -hmm. and and my first reaction was no, because I was more concerned about what the person thought about me than I was about what the Lord asked me. And that is not mm-hmm. having fear of the Lord, which is a gift, you know? And for me, it, like, and I don't take it lightly, like to hear the Lord's always come easy for me, like, you know, osmosis. I, I always tell someone probably because I don't have a lot of logic in my head. So it just doesn't like, sure, that sounds good to me. You know what I mean? But... I also, like one good thing about my spiritual director, he will always ask, I said, Michelle, the Lord 
like he has given you gifts and that has nothing to do with your merit or who you are. You know, Mm -hmm. like they're just Mm -hmm. gifts. They are freely given. But so he will ask me, I'm not interested in the gifts the Holy Spirit's giving you. I'm interested in the fruit that he's cultivating in you. You know, Mm -hmm. the kindness, the peace, Mm -hmm. you know, the generosity, the faithfulness, the joy, you know, so they go together. So someone could be really gifted in the Holy Spirit. Like they could, you know, prophesy or they could preach or they can do this, but do they have the fruit too? It goes together. Like he is very Mm -hmm. um, vast. Like, mm-hmm. like Jesus and the Father, they're inexhaustible, the fullness of who they are, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's always something more to discover about them, but they all have to go together. You know, the mm-hmm. fruit and the wisdom and the gifts come together to the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And if one is lacking, it is going to be off balance and it is not going to produce the beauty mm-hmm. that it's meant to produce. Mm-hmm. Can I just say to you, like, as a parent... I lean on the Holy Spirit a lot. Oh my gosh. I've had two really significant experiences this year where there was things going on with my kids that I couldn't see. Like we're just, you know, whatever. And the Holy Spirit just gave me a little nudge and I noticed something and I pressed into it, you know, with, with my children. And it, I mean, it was amazing what came out, you know, that I wouldn't have normally known, that I I wouldn't have seen it. It was just like a little prompting Mm -hmm. from the Holy Spirit, which opened up a new category in my relationship with my children. We were able to talk about some things that really needed to be talked about that were tender places in their heart where they needed some healing and where they needed some guidance and direction but it just hadn't come up yet. And so I think, you know, in all the areas of our vocations, no matter what our vocation is, like the Holy Spirit wants to be very active in the, in the little ways. And sometimes Amen. they're subtle. And that's where the sensitivity to the Spirit that you're talking about, Michelle, mm-hmm. is so important to cultivate. Like we need to know what the whole, like how to um, experience the Holy Spirit's nudge. What does that feel like? What does it look like? What does it sound like? And, in all the relationships that we have, like with each person of the Trinity, it takes time, like mm-hmm. any relationship that we have, to understand the voice of the Spirit, the voice of Jesus, the voice of the Father. What are they saying? How are they moving? And so, yeah, I think just a great place to start is to just pray, Lord, help make my heart sensitive mm-hmm. to hear and see and know where you are, mm-hmm. you know, because the Holy Spirit wants to be... a, a with us, like to accompany us in all of the different things, like to show us, to help us see things that we can't normally see, to give us the power that we need to do things that we can't normally do. And so my dependence on the Holy Spirit is at an all time Mm -hmm. high (laughs) right now, (laughs) like, because I feel incredibly inadequate, you know, to do a lot of things. Like there's just too much going on. Um, So, yeah, I I think that uh, often we just try to like, what did do so many things on our own. And so we true. don't lean in enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think, you know, we, when each of you talk about a manifestation of the Holy Spirit, I know when the Holy Spirit is the comforter and he's the advocate and he, he comes to fill us with, he illumines us. And, you know, and he also, like in my own journey, you know, I've had many times where the Holy Spirit has convicted me. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I've shared this story before. I, maybe I shared it, it happened, you know, some time ago, but um, I was kind of in a disagreement with somebody and I was texting kind of a snarky response about this other person to a friend of mine. Mm. And as I'm texting the response to my friend, the Holy Spirit's like, don't, don't do that. Like, don't, this is not a good idea. Like, don't do that. And I just totally blew it off. I was like, no, I'm going to get my little passive aggressive thing. in. well, as I texted the message out, it was actually a group text <laughs> to uh, seven oh. nuns, <laughs> to seven nuns. Ouch. And as I sent out, I, I sent out the text message. I saw it balloon out to seven and I was, <gasps> and I was like, oh no. And I was like, delete, delete, delete. Ah! 
just I saw like the little green because people you know have a little green line go all the way to the end and it was sent. Oh shoot! And um, the very first like experience I had after that was immense shame, but I felt the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just touches me so deeply. I probably is gonna make me cry. Mm-hmm. Like I felt the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit just come gently alongside of me and say, "See, this is this is what I was trying to prevent." Like this Mm. right here. And Mm. I learned like such a big lesson about so many things that day. And when I had to text those people back saying, I'm very sorry, I sent that message. That was inappropriate. Please, please forgive me. You know, because it was something that I had to be, it was, but anyway, like the Holy Spirit of convicting saying, please don't do this. Like, this is not what you want. I know you think you do, but you do not want to do this. And then, but then later on him coming to me saying, see, this is, this is exactly what I was trying to prevent. And, you know, having to go to confession about that later and like looking what was at the deeper roots of my heart. But it's very true, like the Holy Spirit, like we've been saying, the voice of God, you know, God's, God is truth. God speaks truth to us, but he always does it in a gentle and kind way that his His kindness leads us toward repentance, right? So we turn away from the broken places. So we turn toward him so he can fill us with what we're actually desiring. And Michelle had some a great quote from, is it Cyril of Jerusalem? Um, it says, you know, uh, his three points about the Holy Spirit uh, that he would tell the early church is number one, the Spirit comes gently and makes himself known by his fragrance. He is not felt as a burden for he is light. Number two, the Spirit comes with tenderness of a true friend and a protector to heal, to save, to teach, to counsel, to strengthen, and to console. And thirdly, the Holy Spirit comes to enlighten the mind of the one who receives him and through him the minds of others as well. And I'm like, amen, like, amen, and may it be so. And that's really, you know, when we talk about our relationships with the Trinity, like, how do we grow in the spiritual life? And we had our very first episode of this season was about, you know, the disciples have discipline of being a student, a continual student, a continual beloved of each of the three, and continuing to learn and to grow, right? So then we bear the mark of the one who loves us. Yeah, we bear the mark of the one who loves us. But I think it was interesting But what both of you said, like the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. But us as women in a special way, and our men folks stay with me here for a moment. But us as women in a special way, as like we've talked before, like in the feminine genius, like we did a series on the feminine genius. But as women, John Paul II brings out like four characteristics, sensitivity. You know, and that is one thing as mm-hmm. women are, we are sensitive. So for us to be mm-hmm. in, you know, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we have that sensitivity. But another characteristic is receptivity, you know, and that is why the uh, Mary is the spouse of the Spirit, because she gave full access to the Holy Spirit. She said, be done it to me according to the word, like just bring it like full access to his spirit. And I remember one time, like I was just really dealing with something, just the Holy Spirit and he was stretching me and moving me and like really moving me in some powerful ways. And I had brought it to Sister Miriam and I don't even know if you remember this, but she said, I think the reason why the Holy Spirit speaks to you is because you give, you don't restrain him, Michelle. You give him, mm-hmm. you it's don't, true. you give him full access. Mm-hmm. You don't restrain him. Mm-hmm. And, and I, of course, I just started crying and not merit of my mm-hmm. own, just as a, um, like, how do we receive him? You know, but on that flip side, you know, like one of the things like my spiritual director and I've been talking about the last couple of weeks is, all right, what are my blocks to receptivity? I'm like, Hey, you just said I was good. Like full access here. And then now he's like, all right, what are your blocks to receptivity? I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, let's grow. Don't we all have them. You know, yeah. but our sensitivity comes. And then like when you respond with the Holy Spirit, he wants us to be women and men of influence. And I've said this before, not manipulation. You know, there is Mm -hmm. something that needs to be stewarded with the Holy Spirit because it is a powerful force and we cannot take that for granted. Mm -hmm. And like Heather said, like there's been times where we've had stuff. If you've been in circles where, you know, like the gifts are practiced fully, there's been times where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. 
And so if you ever feel like your freedom mm-hmm. is not there, that is a red sign. Like one mm-hmm. of the teachers that I really love that really taught me how to operate in the spirit always said, I tell people all the time, but you discern for yourself. You know, you always yep. have the freedom yep, yep. to discern for yourself. Like sister said, test those spirits, test, like discern. If someone is saying something to you and it feels off, go with your gut and pray through it. Go with your gut, you know, mm-hmm. and even the tone, like we said before, the tone of the father, mm-hmm. go, like there is something to it. And they, the words may be correct, but mm-hmm. if the tone isn't, then something is off mm-hmm. and trust yourself mm-hmm. in that. Trust your own discernment, bring mm-hmm. it to people that you know are wise, you know, and mm-hmm. I know this is not fun, but like there is something about being under authority and obedience. Like those are beautiful oh, yes. things yep. and they are not things to mm-hmm. constrain us. There are things to protect us. You know, if there's something mm-hmm. that I feel like is coming on in prayer, I ask Chris, you know, my husband to say, hey, what do you mm-hmm. think? Like, because mm-hmm. I may be gifted in one area. So he's definitely gifted in wisdom. Like the, the man is very, very wise. Yeah. And so, and he'll say like, no, mm-hmm. like, I think it's this or say, like, yes, I think it's this. And I listen to what he has to say because that freedom mm-hmm. is important and that humility is important to listen, you know, yeah. like, okay, mm-hmm. be low you know, be lowly mm-hmm. and like Mary was to receive fully, you know, and all of his goodness. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to say things like if someone comes to you classic, you know, uh, hey, God told me, you know, here's something you need to do, you know, and uh, like, God told me you need to marry me. <laughs> Extreme <laughs> circumstance. But I think it's okay to say like, okay, thank you for that. And maybe you need to say, I'll wait for God to tell me that. Like there is a mm-hmm. discernment that is very important that we can't just be um, swept up in what someone else says. Everything should mm-hmm. be discerned well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even if it's from someone that we respect, it could totally be the right thing, but everything should be discerned well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit will speak to us and the Holy Spirit is the sanctifier. He makes Christ present in us as he overshadows Mary and Christ becomes present. The Holy Spirit makes Christ present in us and he makes Christ present in a very living way. And so then we can bring, like you're saying, Michelle, and you're saying, Heather, we can bring everything to the Lord and to people who know us, who are wise and, and help discern that we can put it out on the table, right. And see what is the fruit. And that's really ultimately, how do you judge something that Jesus is a tree is known by its fruit. So what kind mm-hmm. of, like, what kind of fruit is it bearing? And so just kind of maybe ladies, as we wrap up this little trilogy on the Trinity, um, we could talk about what just, what would be one takeaway that you would want to give our listeners as to how to grow in relationship with um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So um, I know for myself, I think just encouraging all of us to to really make time and space every single day. As disciples, our lives have to be resting on a foundation of prayer, of intimacy, of relationship with each person of the Trinity, with God. And so that's going to look different in different seasons of life, like for moms with littles and, you know, just different, like maybe empty nesters have a different. So where right now in our life is God calling us to cultivate um, a deeper area of receptivity to his life within us. And that doesn't happen by accident. Like we really have to cooperate. He's the bridegroom. He comes to initiate the gift. But like we said, love uh, requires a response. Love invites a response. So what is my response in my journey of life right now that um, that I can take to allow one more step forward for that space to commune with God? And that's and the little things and the big things, but it becomes a, a foundation for our house, so to speak. And when our house rests on Christ, when the foundation of our lives rests on Christ, 
then everything else is properly ordered. So I would say make that mm. space. Ask the Lord, where, where, Lord, where are you calling me in my life to make more space for you so I can hear you so my life is founded on on you? So, um, Michelle, what about you? What would be one takeaway you'd give our listeners as we kind of wrap up our, tri- our trilogy here? What would you say about cultivating in a relationship with each person of the Trinity? Everything that you said, I would build upon that, like making the space, making the time, but also the rock the holy pause in your day. Like sister was saying Mm -hmm. in her sister, like with the text, like when, you know, invite the Holy Spirit into little moments or ask the father, Mm -hmm. what do you have to say? Just the, uh, the holy pause, like, especially like when you're dealing with this frustrating situation or when you're overwhelmed, like Holy Spirit come, you know, one of the things I always pray over my kids is Holy Spirit, be gentle and complete you know, cover Mm -hmm. them and be part of it, but just to invite him into the moments, you know, because there's um, something about having your prayer time in the morning or whenever you have it. And then you forget it for the rest of the day, but there is a fellowship. You are in unity and relationship with the Trinity. So to continue Mm -hmm. that relationship all day long in little ways and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you, you know, he's a teacher. Mm -hmm. It's like, it says the Holy Spirit will teach you all things like take him up on that offer. Like we don't have to know how he will show us. And it's fun. Like, I think we make it a chore, Mm -hmm. but it's actually a relationship and it's love. So it's good. Heather, what about you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say um, that we have to really fight against relating to God as just this like distant figure, you know, mm-hmm. but to really take time to get to know each person of the Trinity, to get to know the character of the Father, the character of the Son, the character of the Spirit, their personalities, and how they are inviting you into a very personal and unique relationship with them. Um, Because that can transform how you live your life. It actually should transform how you live your life. And in regards to the Holy Spirit specifically, I think we, you know, we have to look at Our Lady as the model. She is the spouse of the Spirit. Look at what happened when she said a big old yes to the Holy Spirit. It changed (laughs) everything. It changed the course of human history. Um, And Jesus was able to, you know, become flesh. Like he, he came into her in a way that is obviously magnificent. But so too for us, you know, so too for us that when we say yes to the spirit, when we open wide, despite how we might be afraid of what God is going to call us to, but we trust that he is good, um, then yeah, amazing things can happen. And Jesus will be born in a new way in your heart and in your life. Um, and it will radically transform your communities, your families, mm-hmm. who you are, but it begins with us. You know, all of these things mm-hmm. begin with us. If you want to have, you know, people in your family come to know the Lord, then you come to know the Lord. You come to know mm-hmm. each person in the Trinity so that you can model what relationship looks like. Mm. Amen. Michelle, do you want to lead us um, to close our episode here with an approach of the Holy Spirit for us and our listeners as we close out? I would love to. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Holy Spirit, we just invite your presence in. We just ask that you be gentle and you be complete, that you comfort all the areas that need comforting in our hearts, the ones that are seen and the ones that are unseen. Lord, we just ask that you come into areas of our hearts that we don't feel like we're known mm-hmm. and you illuminate those areas and you bring just your healing balm of comforts and your healing balm of oil, of gladness and wisdom and gentleness to heal those areas that we do not feel like we're known by the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we just ask that you come as a consuming fire. The areas in our hearts that have been cold, the areas in our hearts that have gone numb, from life, we ask that you just 
bring forth a fire that makes our hearts burn. Give us like the road to Emmaus hearts, Holy Spirit, that we are just captivated by your love and captivated by your presence and that your just fire and your love make us lift our heads up to the gaze and that we see the fire of love in your eyes looking towards us. And Holy Spirit, we just ask that you become teacher to all of us. Teach us the things of love. Teach us about ourselves. Teach us about our families. Teach us about our communities. Teach us about our hearts. Teach us about your heart and your mind and your thoughts. And Lord, just allow us to be receptive to the movements of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, allow us to be sensitive to your movements your inspirations, your illuminations, and help us to respond with bold fiats, bold yeses. Help us not just to whisper them, but to respond with wholehearted love and what you would have for us and how you want to be in relationship with us. And Mother Mary, Spouse of the Spirit, we just pray in a special way for your intercession that we be men and women of holy fiats. And we pray this in Holy Spirit, in your precious name, of the fire of love. Amen. 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 Ooh, amen, girl. Boom. Come on. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Well, my dears, uh, shall we talk about our one thing for the week? Michelle, would you like to share your one thing with our listeners? No, Heather would first because I have to find mine. <laughs> 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 I would. No. Uh, oh, okay. Good. Well, since it's fall, I just want to apologize first to our non-gluten mm. or gluten-free people um, because this is not for you. But it is the fall and nothing is better than something warm in oh, the man. oven mm, Come on, uh, coming out for whoever mm-hmm. it might be, friends coming over for a coffee or kids coming home from school. And so I have this really great banana bread recipe, which Ooh. is to die for. And um, it's really, really good. Key, you got to puree those bananas, friends. <laughs> Nobody wants a big hunk of banana in their banana <laughs> bread. I love you, Heather. <laughs> I feel like we're on the cooking at work right now. It's so, it's so great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to share that with you. It'll be in the show notes if you want to check out the recipe. Mm-hmm. All right, Michelle, you ready, girly? I am. Our good friends over at Blessed Is She have a really cool Advent journal coming out. It's called All the Generations, and it talks about all the different women mm. in the Bible and their stories. And I just really love. And cool. uh, for Abiding Together, we're doing a really fun thing for a series for Advent, too. But we love what Blessed Is She is doing. And if you want a written journal, something that you could put your hands on, you know, really write in and journey with, I suggest um, the Blessed Is She Advent Journal. And I am actually doing their gathering on December 4th. It's like a live uh, hour-long gathering. Like they're doing a class that you can watch by yourself or get a group together and just a journey together. And um, Beth Davis that works with Blessed and She, she and I have been just coming up with a theme. It's a lot of fun. So I can't wait. And it's going to be called Rise. Mm-hmm. And so I will put all the details and information in our show notes. That is Sister. fun. Um, well, nothing says like a nice, cool evening than curling up together as a family and watching a movie. I can't remember if I talked about this, but I absolutely love Toy Story 4. Can we just talk about that? I you did. I oh, saw it in the store and the other day, and I'm like, who was talking it about was this? Me. Like, like sister load. There's four of them. I, really? Well, how good can be the fourth? I, that's movie? what I thought until um, one of my friends was like, "Hey, let's go see it." And we saw it in the theater. I think it was over the summer, and um, I laughed. I cried seriously. Like I didn't. We didn't even have kids with us, obviously, but we were laughing. The adults in 
in the crowd, I think we're laughing louder than the kids because there's so many just cleverly placed jokes. But it's such a great story about what it means to be friends and what it means to love and what it means to sacrifice and what it means to not give up on the other, but call the other mm-hmm. to like uh, a more awesome, like kind of opening of our heart and adventure. So I would highly recommend Toy Story 4. There's so many great parts to it. But if you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. Your kids would love it. You'll love it. Um, so get the girls to get some pumpkin bread, get a journal, get some people together and hang out. And I think you're going to like that. So that's my one thing. It was wonderful. Hey, sister, will you sing You Got a Friend in Me now? Will you say her name with that song? All right, well, that'll uh, be later. Maybe we'll no, do that in the closing. you see that with a little girl and the dad singing it? Yes. It's the cutest good thing. I showed that one year so. at Steubenville, uh, Steubenville Conference, and it brought the house down, that little girl. She's so cute. Yeah. You got okay, a next time, like, you're going to have to sing me. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got see, a there friend she is. in me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, dear friends. We've hoped you enjoyed the trilogy. We've enjoyed being with you on the journey, and we wish you every good thing and every blessing from God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who are always with you and who love you more than you could ever possibly imagine. So... Until next week, we will be abiding together. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. If our podcast has blessed you, would you please consider financially supporting Abiding Together via Patreon? Patreon is a website where people can make donations to help keep the podcast going. And now that we at Abiding Together have an independent platform, we have a number of costs that go into creating the podcast and the high quality content we offer, such as our website, design, tech support, staff, and other elements. Having an independent platform also allows us to explore and create new content for all of our listeners to enjoy. So thank you so much to all of you who are already donors. When you donate through our page on Patreon, you are able to donate any amount, $1 a month, $5 a month, $500 a month, or just a one-time offering. Abiding Together is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization, and donations are tax deductible. So would you please prayerfully consider giving to Abiding Together? If you donate $15 or more per month, you become a tribe member, and you will receive a short individual video from Michelle, Heather, and I each month about a variety of topics. You can see all of the information on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. So consider becoming a supporting member today and help us further the work of the Holy Spirit moving in and through this community. Together, we can do amazing things. We are so grateful for your support and may God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? Could you also leave us a rating and a review on iTunes? That helps us get the message out to as many people as possible. All the show notes are in your podcast app, but if you'd like them emailed to you, you can go to our website at abidingtogetherpodcast.com and subscribe. On our website, you will also find all of our past episodes and information about various episodes. You can also join our private Facebook group and get in on the discussion and all the beautiful things that are happening there. We are so glad that you are on the journey with us. And until next week, we'll be abiding together. God bless you.